0: welcome to skeptic hangout the place where we sit back relax and chit chat about intriguing and sometimes controversial topics through the lens of skepticism we are josh richard and laura and today we are discussing cosmetic surgery so grab your english tea or your fat-free sugar-free caffeine-free coffee and join us as we talk about the nip and the tuck this is skeptic hangout cosmetic surgery Dude, I almost had cosmic surgery both times. (laughs) Would, like that was a, an incredible challenge for me i like wow. the idea
1: of cosmic boob jobs like <laughs> i'm all for that Dude, cosmic shoot, surgery
0: is right up there they're shooting they're <laughs>
1: shooting lasers out at you actually that's pretty sexy i i <laughs> hope somebody's gonna do that surgery you just like pow, pow, pow. it has to make those sound effects too because that's sensual for <laughs> me
0: yeah
1: <laughs> like, like that's what everybody thinks about well, maybe I'm speaking for too many people when I say everybody, but that's that where my brain, that you know. yeah. my <laughs> brain goes for cosme- cosmetic surgery. You got to do it in my head now is boob jobs. Probably because that's the one that I've known the most people that have taken, pla- taken part in is they've had, uh, enlarged breasts. And, uh, that used to be kind of a frowned upon thing, but I think culture's changing uh, the way we think about that. Like we want, we're all about body positivity. If that's what makes a woman feel better about herself, why are we mocking her? Why are we calling her a bimbo for taking care of like her insecurities or something like that? And I'm not just saying that because I think they, they look better than they used to back in the eighties, but like the surgery has definitely changed to the point where like, I, I I I don't think there's anything wrong with cosmetic surgery. Like there's there's that whole idea in in the culture where it's like uh uh, like just getting the facelifts and and like tummy tuck and all that kind of stuff is just uh uh, vapid bimbo stuff and i don't think that's the way culture is looking at it anymore i think i think things are starting to change for the better and that's just in the superficial areas of cosmetic surgery it goes way beyond just like the superficial
0: oh yeah so i think we're definitely going to get into other topics besides um just what you're talking about, like boob jobs or like a little bit of facelift or, or like a tummy tuck or something. But to your point, um, I completely agree with you. There's this perception for the longest time that if you're getting a boob job or something, you must be a porn star or or something like that. And even that I don't have a problem with. If you're a porn yeah. star and you get a boob job, like fantastic. Like, I don't even have a problem with that. But it was kind of presented as what's that?
1: I think you can write it off on your taxes now.
0: Yeah. I mean, seriously, like I wouldn't have even had a problem with it if that's the only reason. But two of my close friends have both, both had boob jobs. One was to replace her breasts after breast cancer. And That's the other amazing. one was because she was just an incredibly underdeveloped person and had really low self-esteem because she was commonly like called a boy and teased about it and stuff. And the, the boob job she got was beautiful by the way. Like she got seized; she didn't get anything outrageous. Um, That's but just she just gave herself, one. she gave herself just an average chest to look, Normal, so that she would stop being harassed and teased um, about being flat-chested. And so, when we think about cosmetic surgery in terms of the taboo side of it, we fail to see that, like, even when people do get it strictly for cosmetic reasons, it can be for psychological reasons that they're dealing with that you don't even understand, right? And, and it may have nothing to do with um something as as vain as, oh, I just want big boobs, you know. um Which even that's nothing wrong with it, right? If it's just vanity, I think it's still okay. But I think in very few cases, is that the actual reason?
2: Yeah. And of course, cosmetic surgery on the breast isn't just uh, implants to get uh, bigger boobs. I know someone who got breast reductions because they were uncomfortable.
1: Yes. I don't think about those as much, but yeah, that definitely, (laughs) that definitely is a, is a thing. And that's, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Like I, we as a culture we constantly are like making fun of and this this still happens despite the fact that culture is changing for like people in the real world i think Mm -hmm. i still see people constantly making fun of celebrities that are doing it and they're where I kind this is where I'm starting to change my view on celebrity and where there's a lot of pressure on them to look a certain way like they have their own troubles yes they have money money's not one of their problems but they have their own problems of like trying to keep themselves looking youthful and uh, stuff like that especially women celebrities and uh, occasionally they end up looking a little bit plastic and that used to be something that like even I would make fun of which I'm trying my best to to back off on because what they're trying to do is like stay in the career and especially women are very much get roles based upon their looks because of the the movie system still needs a lot of work to do even despite the fact that we've been moving we've been moving forward a couple steps after me too we haven't gone all the way up the stairs yet
0: yeah you bring up a good point when you say um start to look like plastic right because there, there are times where when, when someone gets cosmetic surgery that um, it's just apparent that they've gotten surgery it either doesn't look the way that we perceive beauty to be. Um, and I say we, because we presume that culture. because it looks plastic or because it looks fake, that they didn't deliberately want it that way, that it was somehow like a mess up or a screw up, right? Um, but we're talking about fashion preferences. And I've I've watched documentaries with women who that was the exact look that they were going for because that's what they wanted, right? And so we kind of take for granted the idea that like, oh, this this woman got so much cosmetic surgery that now her face is screwed up and she looks fake right um and we take for granted that maybe we're applying our own beauty standards to somebody without fully understanding what their own personal beauty standards are right it also
1: could be like they're falling for societal pressures like that 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 are telling them that they have to look a certain way and when they'd be perfectly fine without all that kind of surgery because i've definitely seen some who have aged more gracefully than others without it but also they might just not have very obvious surgery because maybe they they have very minor issues with with how they look
0: yeah like there was the the girl from dirty dancing and right now her her name just escapes my head but people used to make fun of her for her nose right you used to dirty. always put
1: her in the corner too
0: always putting her in the corner yeah well she went and got a nose job and i thought she was beautiful and cute the way that she was and she's beautiful even with her nose job but i can't imagine being in that position where i'm in the 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 limelight right like where, where i'm in front of people and people are talking about me and all I hear them talking about is how my nose looks or how my ears looks or, you know, some some arbitrary um, beauty standard that I don't quite adhere to. Like that would probably crush me. Like I'm, I'm, I've got a pretty fragile ego. And so I can only imagine that um, celebrities, they, they probably have a bit tougher skin than I do because they're more used to it. But that doesn't mean they're not human, right?
1: I don't know. I hear a lot of interviews with them because podcasting is what I can listen to for eight hours a day at work. And like, <laughs> it sounds like they i don't think they have tougher skin i just think that that's the image that they're supposed to give off but uh, besides the celebrity area there's like uh people uh, another area of plastic surgery is like people that have had had a horrible injuries or like burns or something like that that's another important area of plastic surgery it almost always gets overlooked when you first talk about it because everybody goes to, to like the glamorous side just like i pushed us into i was about to say like you in. josh i mean yeah, I, I honestly i'd rather talk about boobs than <coughs> burns so that's just that's why my brain went there because the, uh burns gross me out so yeah
2: and i, I think cosmetic surgery And and I don't know whether how accurate this is, but certainly the accounts of cosmetic surgery, the earliest accounts that I've seen, have been because of uh, defects, for want of a better word. Right? Whether the whether the ones that you're born with or ones that you've like been injured during war Mm -hmm. and things like that. There was a uh, I think she was French, uh, lady who who made. replacement like face parts out of wax mm-hmm. and and put them on people and and that's going back way back oh, that's and interesting, though. uh for for people who kind of uh I think I may get this wrong because I've it's not something that I've like read up on it's something I've seen in passing but I think they were for people who were kind of injured in wars and things oh, okay and she made she made prosthetics for and and that was the first account that I heard of, of cosmetic surgery in coming into play.
0: Well, now, yeah, talk about injury, but there's also like birth defects. I know one of the most common ones that, that we take completely for granted in our culture today, but that in, in um, cultures that don't have as much medical um, access, that it's very important to get doctors over who can do that is cleft palate surgery. Yeah. Um, it's very, very common and it's very important to get it fixed. Like there's, there's actual, um, like quality of life issues that come up if it's not fixed. Um, and so, um, when we think of cosmetic surgery, um, we kind of take for granted that that, that is something that, um, it's not just about like, well, I want to look better or look normal. When, when you think of like, um, someone who's born with a defect, it's how does it impact their ability to do things like eat or breathe or, um, have a standard of living, you know?
1: And uh, would would uh, there be like cultural cosmetic surgery too? Because I would say like circumcision is more of a, like a cosmetic yeah. surgery area. That's because yeah. it's definitely elective. I don't know if they would get necessarily a cosmetic surgeon or what that specializes it, but it's definitely, I'd count that as, as unnecessary cosmetic surgery that's just been brought about culturally. And I'm sure there's other kinds of uh, examples of just cultural cosmetic surgery. 100%.
0: Yeah, um, I'm glad you brought up circumcision because I wouldn't have even thought about it, but it is absolutely a form of cosmetic surgery. You're altering the look of the person's body by either adding or removing something to it, in this case, removing. And it does have really nothing more than a, than a cosmetic effect. Like, I know there's a lot of people who are like, well, it's easier to keep clean, blah, 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 blah. If you look at the science today, a lot of people are saying it's actually healthier to have the foreskin still on and that it's completely unnecessary to remove it so a lot of the excuses that are quote unquote medical don't even really hold <coughs> up. So yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Um, that brings up a good question though, is like, we, we talk about surgery that's either elective because it makes the person, um, feel better, or it does something for the person, um, or surgery that's to correct an issue. But what about things like that surgeries that end up having a negative impact on the person or are culturally kind of put upon the person that might actually cause them harm. And like the circumcision and, and female genital mutilation, I guess both are forms that's, of genital mutilation, but, but
1: one's more uh, barbaric. Cause it's more yeah. serious on what it does for uh, sexual stimulation in the future.
0: Right. Yeah. So what do you guys think about that in terms of, cause I, I would, without even thinking about that, I would have said like, yeah, I I'm all for cosmetic surgery. I don't have any issues with it. I guess up to each person. But when you brought up circumcision, my brain snapped 180. But, and I was like, well, let's look at a different angle. Let's talk about that for a little while. That's a very
1: good
2: question because some people will, uh, like, say, for example, somebody comes, uh, converts to Islam yeah. and, and they've, they've not been circumcised. They may choose to get a circumcision because of the, the rules around it in Islam. Yeah. Uh, then again, of course, the vast majority of people are just. It, I think it comes down to choice. Is is essentially what I'm saying. If if yeah. if you want to go and have that done, then it, that's fine. That's Consent, that's a free choice you're making. But for, forcing it on people because it's a dictate to do so. That's where it becomes very very sketchy.
1: Well, like the the circumcision thing, like. I have a hard time taking a hard stance on this either way. Like in, in my brain, logically, I think that it's definitely an unnecessary surgery. But I, I most of the women that I've been with prefer circumcising. I know it's a cultural Because it's cultural. Thing. It's, it's a cultural yeah. preference that yeah, we're It's taught. a cultural thing and it yeah. has happened to me. And like if it hadn't happened to me, I'd be upset that I could remember actually having consent and do it. Now I have no memory, it's just the way it's just the way my penis is. But uh I, I wonder just because the way the culture is whether they're saving the baby by taking care of it or if they're if they're taking mutilation I really have a hard stance on it like logically I'd say that it's wrong but then emotionally I feel like it was the right choice for me and I was glad that it happened but you can look at that with hindsight and say that's why I'm okay with it but if the culture were to change I think that would be for the better and become completely unnecessary
0: Yeah. And so it's interesting when you talk about harm and and like, well, I don't think of any harm that I've experienced because of it, or um, if he has a choice, it's perfectly okay. But there's this thing with compulsion, right? Where it's compulsory because there's a cultural pressure. So it's really hard to say whether or not the person actually wanted it or not, or would have wanted it in a different circumstance or not. And so I have to think outside of like our sort of um, European American cultural perspective, um, there is a tribe and I can't remember where they're located, so I'm not even gonna try and guess because I know I'll be wrong. Um, if if I can find it, then I'll put it up on the Facebook chat. But there's a tribe where there's a female beauty standard to chisel their teeth into um like sharp points. And um now we from our perspective can be like, oh, that's gross, that's disgusting, that's not beautiful, but from their perspective, there's a beauty standard there. And the women who do that, they undergo pain, just like anyone else who undergoes cosmetic surgery, right? And they undergo the healing process. Um, it's something that they do voluntarily. But once they get their teeth chiseled, it's like a clock starts and they know that eventually their teeth are going to die and fall out. Like they're going to start losing their teeth, but they do it because they want to maintain that beauty standard while they're young, even though they know that as they start to age, they're going to have really bad teeth problems. Um,
1: My question is, and they don't have chiseled dentures they can throw in there afterwards. Right.
0: No. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on how much exposure to to medicine they have. Right. And in the case of this particular tribe, very, very little. That's but, um, no, I think it goes along the same lines as circumcision where it might seem like that adult male who converted made the choice, but there is what they're doing harmful in the long run. And is it so, and and now you can start to apply it to every beauty standard, You can start to apply it to boob jobs. You can start to apply it to facelifts, right? There's a risk involved. There can be infections. There can be problems. And so, yes, I think it should be a person's choice, but I also think that there's a lot of cultural pressure that goes into making those choices. And then I have to kind of question that, like, is that something that person really truly wants because of who they are inherently? Or is there some sort of compulsion there? And does that make that act just a little bit more uncomfortable for me to think about in terms of, like, I would never say she's not allowed to get her teeth chiseled, but I would say, yeah, but there's a lot of cultural pressure there that tells her that that's something she wants to do to look pretty. (laughs)
1: But but then again, we are all byproducts of cultural pressure. Like all of us. I don't think I don't think you can say anybody is any certain way inherently because we're all products of what's around us. The nature
0: nurture argument. Yeah. I
1: I don't know if that takes anything off of it. Like the fact that you feel it, you feel it. It doesn't matter where the feelings came from. I would like people to apply less horrible standards or high standards to people. I mean, you can't all look like this. I don't expect anybody to, but uh I, I I think that uh, we got to back off the pressure, but still recognize that there are cultural significance to the way everybody looks and what is appreciated as a beauty standard and understand that no matter how far we go, there's probably always going to be some social pressures to look a certain way. And everybody and cosmetic surgery is only going to get easier and easier and probably better, I assume. Uh, so more people are going to want to take advantage of it, the further advanced surgery becomes.
2: I don't know. It's one of those funny things, isn't it? I think I I always try and think about myself when I think about other things like that, and you know, I I do, you know, when I, when I was training, that that hurt the fuck out of my body, right. but yeah. I enjoyed doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed doing it, and it, it, it was uncomfortable. Like when I was wrestling, sometimes I'd go to bed crying at night because I had that much back pain but i loved doing it and it made me feel good even though it hurt even though it was uncomfortable yeah. so is that the same for these cosmetic standards in these other cultures that that to them is culturally acceptable i think we've got to be careful looking in from the outside um, to say you know this is oh you know that that but because they they are those cultural standards and if If they're doing it by choice and it's not being forced upon them, uh, and of course, there's an argument about well, what is choice if it's a a cultural, acceptable thing? But if if they're kind of going into it willingly,
0: yeah,
2: then who are we to say, you know, you shouldn't be doing that? I think as as with everything, uh, you know, when when we if if we come into contact with those people rather than looking from afar and saying you shouldn't do that. Right. If we come into the contact, uh, you know, conversations and education is, is fine. And they might educate us on things. We might educate them on things. And, and that interaction will, you know, give us a, like we talked about the last episode, kind of cultural diffusion and sharing mm-hmm. of ideas. And, you know, that's not to say one thing is bad and one thing is good but to like just share and, and learn together.
0: That's exactly why I asked the question because it's it's interesting. Um, we see what other people do as barbaric and they might see what we do as barbaric, right? Um, and there is this sort of distinction between um, how much is cultural pressure and how much isn't. And I agree with, with Josh, like everything really comes down to some sort of cultural pressure at some point or another, right? Because even the friend of mine who got a boob job because she was tired of being teased, Um, that was cultural pressure, right? Like she wanted to conform enough to where she's basically just left alone. Right. Um, just to blend in. Um, so that is a really, really good point. It's, it's interesting because, um, we might look at something like teeth chiseling and be like, wow, that's, that's barbaric. How can that be considered a beauty standard? And yet we stretch our ears or we get tattoos, um, or, or we get, um, whole chunks of our stomach sucked out of ourselves with a tube (laughs) and like you know like we get that's a pretty drastic thing that we'll do to ourselves um so it's interesting what we consider acceptable or or um normal and what we consider to be extreme or or grotesque or whatever i i ultimately agree with both of you that if a person wants to do something to alter their own body they have a right to do something to alter their own body and i also Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say I also agree that relaxing beauty standards across cultures would would make people maybe make decisions based more on what they want and less on, like, to make somebody else happy. But, yeah, go ahead.
2: It's really funny how how these things kind of work, because I remember pre-COVID, before me getting COVID in November Mm -hmm. 2020, and the kind of exercise and the level of exercise I did. And since not doing that, I've got a little bit of a belly developing uh, on or, or, some would say, I have had a belly develop. <laughs> and <laughs> as, as my daughter comes up to me and pats me like lovingly, affectionately, and calls me fat piggy daddy. Uh, <laughs> but, but I've noticed, and, and people who I, who I know have commented on that. And to me, it doesn't matter. I'm, I don't care about it. But to some people, that's a massive, massive thing. And that would cause great, big kind of like insecurities, and a, a drive to kind of regain the former body. And it, it's interesting how that can be seen as the kind of a positive thing to do. That pressure, that cultural mm-hmm. pressure, is positive because even though it psychologically it
0: could be worse on someone than just getting yeah, some sort of body image, it modification. fits
2: into the cultural yeah. norm. Uh, Like you were saying with your friend with the boob job. And yet other things can be seen as negative because it's a cultural pressure.
1: There's also like more personal pressures. Like if if a woman's dating a guy that's like constantly hammering up her up to get bigger boobs. I think everybody would say that was a negative right there that she was pressured into it, but it's only, but it is, she still could just have the society pressure and like we're not happy that the society's pressure is on her, but we'd still like say that was still more her decision. She had more agency in it than if her her boyfriend is the one that's like constantly saying, "Hey, you look good with D's all the time." Like that, there, there, there's somehow a, a negativity when it's more and i and i agree with this there's more negativity when it's from somebody that you know and somebody that you are actively trying to gain approval of or keep approval of because that could be like if she doesn't get the the boob job she could think that he he's gonna leave her for a woman with bigger breasts because he's constantly bringing it up it's obviously something that he wants her to do and that that's when it's really fucking negative and toxic
0: okay so now i have a question because We see other people treating each other badly and we're we're really, really comfortable pointing that out and saying like that's abusive or that's wrong behavior. Right. But it becomes more tricky when it's that same thing, that same exact you should do this, you need to do that, you need to look better with this, and and you'd look better if you just lost 10 pounds when it's coming from the individual's own mind, right? We we fail to see that as being abusive. And I I have come recently to understand that like some of my negative beauty standards that I have against myself. Can be a form of abuse because it makes me feel just as bad about myself as if it was coming from someone on the outside, maybe even worse, right and so now now it gets tricky because I do agree that someone should be able to get whatever um, body modifications they want, especially to feel better about themselves. but then if you're talking about like well it's bad for a person to get a, a, a boob job, for example, just because their boyfriend is putting pressure on them to look a certain way what do we what do we think about, and what can we do about? when it's their own voice in their head saying, well, you'll only be pretty if you have double D's or you'll only be pretty if you get that um, tummy tuck or um, get liposuction, right? Um, If it was coming from the outside, we'd see that behavior as abusive, but how do we address it or think about it when it's coming from the inside?
1: I, I don't have a problem with somebody. Like, I think those kinds of thoughts are toxic. And I definitely would say, therapy is needed but yeah. i also see in and, the and the surgery may not be the one all solution that they think it is, is they may find other problems elsewhere i would say i i'd uh, i push for therapy and then if if uh after they've done therapy they still want to get the surgery because it, if it's that talk if it's not like i i just want, i just want uh pectorals that that look like sylvester stallone <laughs> or something like that I, I i i don't really have negative body image but like I'm a huge fan of Sylvester Stallone. So I might want to do that, do that one day. I would find that completely positive covered from me. No therapy needed. But if I had like a really (laughs) negative outlook on myself, which I don't, I I could say therapy and then maybe go ahead and get the Stallone packs.
2: Yeah. Make make education available. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, because (coughs) I agree with Josh about therapy, but I think the problem is if you're not aware that you need therapy, it's going to be hard to go and get therapy. Or don't know so, how to e- access it. Yeah, ed- education, more, more government funds into education to let people know that, you know, it is okay to talk and it is okay to be uncomfortable and to approach people when you're uncomfortable and to seek therapy to begin with. The, you know, the government, I think, has a responsibility to To do that, so the, the the mental health is as important as physical health, and you know the, the government's place a lot of uh, onus on the kind of physical health, but not so much on mental health. Right. And you know, start, you know, for the governments, they need to, I think, start widening health to include mental health a lot more, and not in a kind of. uh like, uh, just to say, you know, in in a token way, just to say, look, we'll do... Because you see that quite a lot. Oh, mental health is really important to us. Oh, you yeah. Know, make sure your mental health is, is, is up to standard. But then not having anything, anywhere where anyone can access mental health services. Yeah. You know, invest in education and invest in these services so people have got access to that therapy. And, you know, I think that's that will always go a long way to kind of improving health. It's it's mental health. I see mental health now very much like kind of physical health was a hundred years ago where, you know, it, it needs to be something where uh, there's a lot more awareness about it being raised. And, you know, it, it happened in the 19 kind of fifties and stuff, 1940s, 1950s, where there was a, big move on healthy body and, you know, get yourself into shape and all this kind of stuff. We need that now for mental health. Oh, absolutely. Where was that government incentive for mental health? It's Mm -hmm. going to help them as much as it helps the individual. You know, a healthy society is going to be a better society for all.
0: Yeah. I love, I love how we're able to tie this into more than just the, the superficial conversation about cosmetic surgery and into something a little bit deeper, like the, the why's and when is it okay and not okay and stuff like that. Um, because I think that those are important questions. Um, but one thing we're we're coming up towards the end of the show. And one thing that I was curious about based on something you were saying, Richard is okay. So we, we've all three acknowledged that mental health is important and that maybe therapy is important, but what role does the doctor play? Like, does the doctor have any moral and I have my own opinions, I'll save them, but does the doctor have any moral responsibility to say, no, I I want you to kind of think about this first before doing such a dramatic surgery. I mean, presuming it's, it's that dramatic, um, or to just tell a person, no, I won't do that surgery because it's not healthy for your body. And one of the, one of the examples I'll give is I was watching a documentary where a woman already had substantially large breasts and she was, she was very um, addicted to, to plastic surgery and she wanted to get her breasts, um, Enlarged to a size that her her surgeon thought was unhealth like he's like we, I cannot make your your breasts that big like it's not safe it's not healthy Um, you're gonna you're gonna experience significant problems I um, mean I just won't do it right and that's kind of an extreme example so you can back it up to wherever wherever you think is appropriate but what do you guys think in terms of the doctor's responsibility to ensure things like um, stable mental health before surgery or no, I'm going to draw the line for for health reasons, and I won't I won't do this for you.
1: Well, despite what you see here, I have not actually had any cosmetic surgery, so I'd be <sighs> have a hard time uh, putting saying exactly what the procedure is for a doctor. I don't know if they already have to take into uh, account any mental health reasons for why they're going into surgery. My main my main sor- source of reference was the show Nip Tuck, and I know that it was oh, yeah, uh, realistic <laughs> at all. There's a lot less murder in real life. Uh, <laughs> well maybe uh so I, if if there is no procedure for it i'd encourage there to be procedure in like a mental health ruling like you don't necessarily need to go that in depth but people should like like uh for for trans healthcare, they have to go through uh through uh therapists and like no, make sure that they're doing what's absolutely right for them before they even do any kind of transition i would think the same thing should apply for just about anything may me depending on how drastic the change is because if it's if you're really changing your 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 body around you want to make sure that you're making the right choice for you you may absolutely i'm not saying anything i'm not saying don't pursue it because it may be the right line that you should be pursuing for yourself but i i do think that uh having a mental health check and making sure that you're not pressured for it for unknown reasons Mm -hmm, that aren't going to make you happy later on or or like you're some people they think something's going to make them happy and then they realize the problem was elsewhere so like a therapy uh now uh now analy- 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 i can't say it analy- now i can't say the word but it involves the <laughs> word and analy- so analyzing
0: analyzing
1: thank you what happened <laughs> to my I, I i had like a small stroke in my mouth uh, <laughs> just in your mouth not in your brain just, just that one <laughs> word too it's it's very specific they they would do, take that into into account and uh Hopefully the doctors will do what's best for them. I do think mental health is important. I do think that affects how you see your physical body. Because yeah. I'm not an Adondist or anything like that, but uh I, I don't have like any stigmas on my body. I have I have that gut and I feel a little bit of a beer gut. and I feel like I make the trade of I want more beer. I'll I'll let that keep <laughs> I'll take I'll the let gut. That keep growing. So like you you can be okay with your flaws, but not everybody else needs to if they have the option to get out of it.
2: Uh, I th- I think um I I think in Britain there the, the probably is um uh, like a talk between a surgeon and a uh someone who wants to have augmentation done mm-hmm. if it if it's f- from a cosmetic purely cosmetic standpoint right oh yeah and just um, to be
0: clear that's where the question is yeah not for yeah. corrective stuff but purely cosmetic yeah
2: um and I think, uh, uh, yeah, I think the doctors have got an obligation to kind of talk it through with people to make sure it's the right decision for them.
1: And definitely you shouldn't have, uh, I see a lot of people online, especially like places like Reddit, where they feel like they're making the medical choice for people. Don't ever take the opinion of somebody that that's you're meeting online who has had no uh idea of your medical history or your mental health history don't take people that read a paragraph and think they can diagnose you take take the opinion of people that have gone to school for it because everybody's likes to act like they're an expert online i'm not an expert if i tell you that you're good for your surgery you should fucking ignore me if i say you're not good for your surgery you should fucking ignore me because i'm an idiot with no qualification and that's the most of what you're going to hear online
0: yeah which is why people shouldn't be putting that kind of stuff online to begin with yeah Yeah. i just went through that with i was just diagnosed with carpal tunnel syndrome which is a matter of it's it's a fancy way of saying you've um, overused your hand in a repetitive way and now you're going to pay for it right and um i can't tell you out of the woodworks how many different people came up with different solutions that work for them or that you know that they think is the solution and um i Did you think you try that... any
1: essential oils laura Sorry yeah to... i've been rubbing lavender <laughs> oil on
0: it let me tell you <laughs> it works so well no um alongside medical treatments <laughs> um No. Um, I think when, when it comes to that, I think, um, oh, I lost your point. You were talking about uh, medical opinions online. Yeah. So, um, I think it's, it's very dangerous for people to put what they think that other people should do online, especially if they're already undergoing pressure, like, um, not having good self-esteem or, or questioning their, their body positivity and stuff. Um, I think it's, it's really important, um, for people to withhold those kinds of things and and say things like, well, go talk to your doctor, right? Instead of, well, I got this really successful surgery and I recovered in this many weeks and it's no big deal. So you should go do it. But every single body is different. Every single person's mental health status is different. And that's why um, I'm with the two of you. I don't know if people get screenings before um, like cosmetic surgery, like elective cosmetic surgery that that doesn't fix something like a burn or something. Um, I, I think even in those situations, it's good to have the mental health screening of, Here's what it's gonna be like before, here's what it's gonna be like after. Here's a realistic expectation because surgery doesn't fix all problems. Um, I think I think back on um the girl whose name I still can't remember is like Jean, it's uh something gray. I don't know, but um Jean not the Ray's X-Men. X-Men. Girl. Yeah, not the X-Men girl. I just have the, <laughs> the the word gray in my head as part of her name. But um is is your your self image better afterwards or not? Like to have that serious conversation with them that it might not happen. Right. Um, I I think people have the tendency to think that um, if I make X happen, I will be happy. Right. And so for me, with my tattoos, my piercings, I think I'm going to get X tattoo and it's gonna make me happy. And I was absolutely right. Every single time I love every body modification I have. And as soon as I retire and I'm able to get more, I'm going to love and enjoy those too. And so I think a lot of people can get a lot of positive out of cosmetic surgery, but to just at least have the conversation, I think, um, is valid and important. Um, yeah,
1: and I that, and I don't think the therapy, like you go through that and the therapist gets to say whether or not you get it. It's no. just how, how you, you come into realization, whether it's good for you. Cause I would still think it was wrong if like they started mandating that you go through, through like, therapy get signed and they, off in order yeah, to get and it then, done. Yeah. That would be too much. I think.
2: Yeah. yeah. If 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 you have opinions on what we've said or co- your opinions on cosmetic surgery itself, go and join our Facebook uh, fan discussion group and let us know what you think. We're accessible, and, you know we've now got Josh on board. Throw all your stuff at him; let him have a turn at answering you. And uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's it's been an interesting discussion uh and as usual we've gone down a few different rabbit holes we probably didn't expect to when we when we began but in the meantime uh we are skeptic hangout so keep questioning
0: interrogate your beliefs
1: stay skeptical
2: and we will see you next time
1: bye